Hey team, this is Wayne Smith and this is the Olympia Boxing Podcast. Hope everyone is okay and doing well and enjoying some time with the family. So this week we've got Tim Miller from Aylesbury Boxing Club. So another good guest, uh, another coach that delivers and gives his time into the community. Tim's got a great little story and uh, does some great community work around mental health with his boxing club for men. So it'd be great. I hope you enjoy listening to his story and what and what their great boxing club does up in their area. So grab yourself a cup of tea and sit back and uh, let's go. Hey Tim, how are you doing? Hello Wayne, how are you? Not bad mate, great to get you on. Yeah, not too bad, not too bad. Yeah, you find an isolation okay? Yeah, it's alright, it's tough, it's, it's tough but you know, there's worse things we going on. We get through it, don't we? Yeah, that's right mate, no, absolutely. No, good, great to get you on, I think you've got a good story so um, it'd be great to let everyone listen to you and, and what the great work your club's doing as well mate, so... yeah. Um, let's get straight into it. So if you want to tell listeners who you are and what your role is, that would be a great start, buddy. Uh, so I'm Tim Miller from uh, Ellsbury Boxing Club in the home counties. Um, yeah, we've got about 10 senior carded boxers, about six juniors. <clears throat> I mean, we can get uh, junior sessions. We can get sort of 50 kids through the door on a Monday and a Wednesday. So, yeah, yeah it's a busy old club. It's a busy old club. Oh, excellent! Yeah, Good stuff. Have you um have you got your own premises, or do you do you rent a leisure centre hall, or or? Oh, we rent a unit. Like? Yeah, we rent a yeah. unit. Yeah. Are you so. are you um are you set up all the time, or are you one of these clubs that have to go in and set up and take down at every session? I oh, know we're set up all the time, yeah. Yeah. Oh no, cool, excellent. <laughs> no, that's good stuff. So, what? How many nights a week is your your club open? So we're open. So the juniors are Monday, Wednesday. Mm-hmm. So we have two sessions. We have a six to seven, which is yeah. a um, which is a beginners class. Yeah. And then the second session, which is seven to eight thirty, which I've recently well, it was my idea to recently change to fourteen in upwards. Yeah. Not based on ability, more based on age. Yeah. Um, so you know, it, it, it's a busy class now. So I sort of got a foot in the corner on that one because it's my idea. But, yeah. Um, yeah. But it gives the kids a bit of a chance to open up a little bit when they're around the same age group. Yeah, yeah, you get makes some big it, boys that are, you know, get some big big kids that are fourteen these days. Yeah, you don't, you don't need to tell me that we got Enrico <laughs> Atalma, haven't we? <laughs> so it's just like, you know, it's, and then the seniors is seven <laughs> to nine on a um on a uh, when is it? Tuesday, Thursday. Yeah. And one of our coaches, Sol, he does a Sunday surgery, which is a bit like a bit of a technical sparring session. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, and then, obviously, I've got my Friday class, but which we're going to go into a bit later. I suppose. Yeah, we'll talk a bit about that as well. So, how many coaches have you got at your club? So, I've got I've got to remember not to forget anyone there, and I. So we've yeah. got four. <laughs> <laughs> we've got four in the juniors. Yeah, and then we've got five in the seniors. So we've had, wow, you got you got got a big team. Yeah, we can pull in. We can pull in a couple of help, a couple of helpers as well. Mm. Um, what what I try and do, I you know I'm a printer by trade, so I do a bit of printing for the local sports clubs, and um, yeah, I do stuff for Ellsbury Athletics Club, and oh cool, talking to her there about how she gets 
the senior boxers in, involved around the club. And what they do is if they've been a member for a certain amount of time, once a month, one of those senior members has got to come back and give back to the junior section. Oh, okay. Whether yeah. it be hold pads, whether it be to have a conversation with some of the carded juniors, you know, that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. That's, That's nice. Thing I like yeah, just to get more people involved in it. Yeah, it gives it a family yeah. feel then as well, doesn't yeah. it? Everyone starts supporting each other. Yeah, we've got a good variation of coaches, you know, different levels and that sort of stuff, so... No, blinded. No, sounds like you've got a good little setup up there. So yeah, uh, yeah, that's, yeah, that's, yeah. Blind, that's blinding, mate. Good stuff. So what's your background in sport or in sport as well in general? So my, my background in sport is mainly football. Yeah. I mean, I didn't compete as a boxer. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm only 36, so I still can. But yeah, um, I think my eyes would probably let me down. I don't think I've got <laughs> <laughs> um, So I thought, you know, I thought this would come up. So... You know, I wrote a couple of notes down about, you know, going back a bit. Because normally when someone would ask, when you get into bo- when did you get into boxing? It would be when I gave up football at about 32, 31, yeah. 32. But really, when I go back and think about it, my first non-sporting, my first non-football memory that was a sporting memory would have been Bruno versus Oliver McCall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You it, know, yeah. back then. And then fast forward a couple of years, I've really got introduced into boxing by a guy called Tony Deans who lived down here, but he was from Jarrow in Newcastle. And I was I'm good friends of his son. And Tony, um, we used to go down to the local leisure centre. And me and his mate, me and my mate, used to just go and sit in the steam room in the sauna. We didn't really do any gym work. But Tony, there was a bag in pads in one of the side rooms. And Tony said, do you want to go and do a bit? Yeah. And Tony used to box for the RAF. He boxed for England. Um, I think... I think he was sparred or boxed Joe Bugner. Oh, so he, wow. You know, he's got a good good history in the sport. Yeah. His, his, his family are a famous boxing family from the Northeast. So he was the one that really introduced me into boxing, the physical side of it, um, <clears> about <throat> 18, 19, I suppose. And yeah. it would just be one session a week. And he was the one that introduced me into the pad work, skipping, groundwork, and about how all the training sort of, worked really yeah yeah so, you know and then his training sessions were so hard that i sort of had a 10-year break <laughs> <laughs> ran around a football pitch for 10 years yeah and then found myself at ellsbury really and then found yourself there yeah now giving yeah. back now good stuff mate no that's all right then isn't it? so what's the history of ellsbury boxing club do you know its history I don't know i know it's been going since the 60s it's moved about a bit mm. um you know it's moved units quite a bit don't know a great deal of history on it really i know it's been going yeah. 60s and it's been you know it's been club you know it's been above a pub it's been in out of um, community centers where they've had to, yeah like you said earlier where they've had to take the equipment down and put it up every time um yeah i don't know a great deal on the history no but they swapped they've swapped around like obviously different teams of coaches yeah, and stuff up. coming around they were teamed up with tame um so there was a tame and Ellsby boxing club yeah, and then sort of that broke away. I think I think it was something to do with someone wanted to go to the Alliance and some of the other coaches wanted to stay in England boxing, so it split. Yeah, yeah. Into the Tame Boxing Club and Ellsbury Boxing Club now. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. All oh, right, I get that. So, what's the um? How are you surviving the lockdown then? Well, we're just sort of 
you know, with the juniors being me and the other coaches, um, Gus, we're just trying to get hold of them personally, especially the carded boxers, just to give yeah. them homework, really. Um, you know, and that sort of thing. I mean, just they, keep they, in contact the with them, keep ticking over anyway. Yeah. Um, I mean, that, you know, there's no point. Well, sort of saying do 50 sit ups today because they're more likely to be doing that anyway. I've yeah. tried to sort of put in um, into like the Cardiff WhatsApp group just sort of to keep people thinking about boxing. So I would say, give us your best documentaries or your best fights off YouTube. Yeah. Yeah, sort of thing. Just to keep the boxing mentality going. Yeah, so just keep them thinking about it. And yeah. That's why, like, I don't know if you've seen on, on uh, my Facebook and that, like, over the last, uh, this week, I've done a video each day. Um, yeah, senior videos are great. Yeah. yeah, been doing a video each day with a different topic, and uh, yeah. that's just just to just to keep my hand in as well because I didn't realise how much um, didn't realise how much I would like when you have a couple of weeks off because you're all always flat out like hundred percent always all in. When you have a couple of weeks off, it's nice. It's like a break. It's like. Um, you have a nice break, you let your body refresh and stuff, and then you switch up, especially for myself, because I work in boxing every day from the moment yeah. I wake up to, to I close my eyes, it's boxing. So having a couple of weeks off is always bloody nice and refreshing. But after after two weeks, though, I started getting, like, I'm sitting there getting bored now. Uh, I'm starting, like, there's only so much research and learning I can do and work I can do and stuff like that. Um, yeah. I start actually missing the sport for itself, especially yeah. if it's not on TV. Or and um, it's amazing how much like I always knew sport kind of run my life, but but it's amazing without without it being anywhere, how it's um, how it's affected me. Like really, it, it really has like affected me not having no sport. It's yeah. um, like not not depressed or anything, but. But quite down about it. It's boring, yeah. you know. Like I'm, yeah. I'm sitting there thinking, I don't know what to do with myself. There's only so much I can read. There's only so much I can watch telly, and 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 like I can only go out and walk once a day and do a bit of exercise and stuff. Like, and I'm thinking, bloody, I need some sports. So I started them topics, and they've been great fun. Like lots of people have been engaging in them. Yeah, it's been brilliant. Um, it? Yeah, yeah, just. They're just sit like there's no like like and it's good like there's no one getting all shirt like sometimes you put posts up on <laughs> social media and everyone starts hounding you and yeah and like, you're wrong what you're talking about and stuff like this like I don't care anyway if people think I'm wrong it's only my opinion the same as everyone else got opinion aren't they yeah. but um but you know it's been good like we've all been to, like talking about old fighters and stuff like that it's been it's been interesting like to get yeah. that out so I think that's good like what you're doing there is. Like keeping your boxers' brains ticking ticking into boxing because I think um, I think like as we like discussed with other other guests that have come on the podcast, I think unfortunately when we come out of the back of this, I think there will be a few clubs lost. Mm. But um, but what also I think is as well, I think there'll be quite a lot of boxers lost. Yeah. I do think there'll be quite a lot of boxers lost where they've just gone, where they've drifted away. Like, because like, this could go on for another few months easy. I, I can't see us getting out of this anytime soon. And like, by the time we get back to it, the boxers might have found a, a different passion or love, you know? Like, yeah, they're going, no, I don't want to do that anymore. 
that's the thing with the juniors. I think uh, we're trying. Me and Gussie, one of the other coaches, we're, we're having a chat, and we're trying to keep them the boxing mentality because you don't know mm. because it's a close, obviously a close quarter sport. Yeah, tennis clubs, golf clubs, they might open up before boxing clubs. Yeah, yeah. You know I mean, because you've got that distance. So yeah, with juniors, they can bounce in and out of you know you know they can bounce in and out of sports. Like I've got one who's only been with us since January, got great potential. I spoke to his dad before the lockdown. And he sort of said, oh, this is the longest he's ever done a sport. And I thought, really? Yeah, since January. <laughs> wow. Wow. So it, I've managed to get hold of him. changes, yeah. So I've managed to get hold of his parents and sort of I'm sending him session plans twice a week. You know, you know whether he's doing them or not, we don't know. But mm. just to keep, you know, personally, I'm doing, I've got bundles of session plans built up now. You know, yeah, never. Yeah, no, good stuff. Yeah. Think about anything for about next six months. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. No, that's good, isn't it? And that's that's something I haven't actually thought about because at the beginning of this season, I'd done exactly the same. I found like um, I wanted to challenge myself. I found uh, was it was it Chris was it after Christmas or was it no? I done it again after Christmas, but at the beginning of the season, I'd done it. I I started writing down lots of different session plans. And I found that was getting more quality out of the, out of our sessions in the club through it as well because yeah. sometimes you go on auto you go on autopilot, don't you? And yeah. um, and, and you just you just start going through. Like, especially we we went through a stage where like, it was nice when I come back. Um, it wasn't so much January. I think it was just before. Yeah, we we went through a bit. I thought, do you know what? I've not I've, we've not done any teaching for a while. All we'd been on was competition prepping all the time because we had competition after competition. And we were literally just going through competition prep, constant, constant like that. And I thought, thought I haven't done no teaching for ages. So I stopped what we were doing and literally just um, done a week of just going over drills, different drills and teaching. And like, it was so, it was bloody like the boxers enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. It was, it was so much better. And that was just due to writing the session plans out. Yeah. I mean, England Boxing, their website on the vault there, I mean, that's a great website. They, mm. they, they'll they give you the template. For the yeah, yeah. Plans. You know, it tells exactly what, what you've got to do, really. Mm. No, that's right. Yeah. You just make it up. Yeah. yeah, no, that's brilliant, mate. So what... Um, so you've got the boxers doing that, obviously. That's fantastic. I'm just thinking, was there any... Yeah, no, was that what was I moving on to? So yeah, so what successes have you had as a club? It, what in terms of boxers coming yeah, out? Boxers, yeah, history, like of the history, like have you had um, some some big no any big names like champions or or what successes of or whatever you term as a success for your boxing club? Not really. We've had a few boxers go to the Harangay Cup. Yeah, um, Jake Fitzgerald. He's won the university. Championships won the bucks, yeah. Um, is he's the son of our one of our senior coaches, Gary? Yeah, um, in terms of national champions, you know, not really, not that I, you know, not that I know of. I've sort yeah, of, they not had a not had one through the 60 years, do you know, or I, I just want to show I don't know, mate. Wouldn't, you wouldn't know, no, no, That's... you know, it's something I've got to sort of 
start learning about learning a bit. Yeah, see what you don't know, you don't know, do yeah. you? Yeah, same. But um, what? It's, uh, we're going to talk about your the community work in a minute. So I was, I would suggest that, but that's been a this. Let's do it now, actually, because that is a success. That's a success in itself. So you you um work in the community as well with your boxing club, like outside of the boxing club, and you run a mental health program for men, don't you? Yeah, so I run. It's a Friday night class. It's it's quite a broad class. I mean, I always knew I wanted to do something on the other side of boxing. Yeah, because, you know, I've been through some dodgy periods and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So, and, and the boxing club helped me. So, I'll probably say how it came about more than what it is, because it's quite difficult to explain what it is. Yeah, no, yeah. So, how much, did it start? And in the nutshell, it's like a, it's like a gentleman's club, really. But right. Yeah. And social. 50% fitness um, and, you know, they self-motivate themselves. So ha- how it started was because probably a couple of years ago, 2018 mainly, the only place I really felt comfortable was um, the boxing club. Mm-hmm. And the only person, apart from work, and the only person I really felt comfortable with would, would, would be Gus or would be Sol, the other coaches. So I sort of tried to think, I wonder if I can get my mates down here. <laughs> yeah. Like a mates class because that's, what I wanted to do, I wanted to be a coach and I wanted to, um, I obviously wanted to see them, but I only felt comfortable there. Mm. That didn't really come about because I wasn't, they didn't really know what I was sort of doing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So then I thought, I'll tell you what, I'll do a mental health class, like for, but my, I haven't, I'm not an expert in it. So, yeah. Oh, how am I going to sort of explain that to people and especially explain it to the club and stuff like that? And then it was like, I'll do something in recovery, so it'd be for addicts and alcoholics, which is a really tough ground to get into if you're yeah. not an expert in it. So then I was um, tightening the ring ropes with Sol and um, another boxer on a Sunday morning. And Sol, we were talking about men's mental health, and it might have been my, what I was trying to do. It might have been maybe about Fury or something like that. And... Um, Sol said to me, he just said, do you know where men's mental health starts? It starts with social isolation. Mm. And I was like, oh, that hit me like a wild right hand. That was like, yeah. that's exactly. And I don't even know if he knew it, what he'd set off. <laughs> yeah. But I just went over and I thought, that's what the every man's going to be about. It's going to be a whole, it's an open house um, for people that are giving up sport. Like that's mm-hmm. when I first first started isolating myself would have been when I gave up football and I didn't yeah. have a changing room mentality sort of in my life anymore. Um, mates that have had kids, you know, people that have had kids that have moved on to a new chapter of their life. Because I don't think my generation, I mean, I'm 36, I don't think the pub life happens anymore where they see their friends weekly. If I'm yeah. You know, it's, it normally happens every other month now, sort of thing. Yeah, no, same. Um, yeah, same as that. You used to, I think, like the days of, they used to, um, used to be like you'd have your regulars, wouldn't you? Like the men used to go to the pub every day after work. It don't, yeah, don't really right, happen anymore, does it? So I don't think that, and it was, you know, a bit like new dads as well. That can be a lonely place sometimes. Um, it's just an open house, really. I mean. It's free for our carded boxers. Yeah. Discounted for members. It's pay as you go. Um, so, yeah, that's what the, I mean, the class is built around. I mean, I remember you said in your first, I think your first podcast, actually, you said that 
you change the timing of a senior session on the Olympia boxing part and not the St Mary's part was to make adults a morning session, wasn't it? Yeah, that's it. Yeah, 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 yeah. So like, the box fitness sessions, yeah, we put them, we took them from the evening um, where it used to be like we used to run them at like seven o'clock, half sevens in the uh, in the evenings. And what we found was like we'd have like might have sixteen regulars, but we were only getting like eight, six and eights there each week. You're never getting them all there together. Yeah, and then, and it was obviously because life gets in the way, doesn't it? You know, like with the kids, yeah. they get home, or they just have a cup of tea and sit down after work and they think stuff that I can't be bothered to go out. But in the mornings at half nine, we we put the sessions on now at half nine, and and like the mums and that, they 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 go and drop the drop and the dads as well. They drop the kids off and then they come do their training. They have got the rest of the day. Yeah, that's it. I mean, the timing's key for for our session is because it's six till seven thirty. On a yeah. so I try and grab people before they get a chance to go home or go to the pub because yeah. it's built yeah. um, if people are having, you know people are having troubles at home or they're instead of going to drink in 10 pints and drown your sorrows come down the club I mean it's quite loose on I mean I have to advertise it as 6 to half 7 but if someone was to message me and say I can't get there till 7 yeah, I'd stay till 8 I mean the class is yeah. on Friday from six o'clock till I go home. So it's it's quite open, do you know what I mean? And I'll always yeah. put Facebook on a Friday night, I'll always put if it's half past six, don't go home because you think you've missed a part of the session, still come. Do you know what I mean? I make sure mm. that people don't trap it in a nightmare or whatever. Yeah. I make sure people don't so I always make sure I keep that timing of six till seven thirty so people can just bounce straight from work straight into the club and then home again and it's not you know they don't they don't have an excuse to go and put their feet up and then you know get talked out talk themselves out and not coming yeah no that's right yeah and they're, and they're straight in they get it done and and you see you see the benefits from it don't you of how good they've been yeah and now they're improving through it like they see and they see it like afterwards afterwards like they especially the ones that that would generally go to the pub and stuff like that when they've finished the training session like the, the, how much more they've got out of it rather than sitting there having a pint yeah exactly yeah. yeah no fantastic no it sounds like you're doing great work so how many members do you do you have in this program yeah, we get sort of I don't get great numbers at the minute I, mm. mean, I think there's always a bit of a cross wire of what the class is all about because it's so broad you know and I'm not I'm not 100% you know, great on Facebook and advertising it. So yeah, it's something I do need to look at. I mean, I get about probably ten. Yeah, well, that's good numbers. Yeah, that's I'd good. Like get, I'd like to get more. I'd like you do. To... You do know there's funding out there for this kind of thing as well, don't you? Where you'd be, be able to support you um, in the program, and you might even be able to reach out to some other partners as well in your local area, like mental health yeah. teams within the the I, council. Yeah, and... I've got an email. A couple of months ago now, before the lockdown or whatever, and that was from from a um, sister-in-law of one of the guys that comes down, and she yeah. said about putting, you know, going to your surgery, and sort of saying, you know, if someone goes to a surgery and they would have liver problems or whatever it would be, then yeah, then the doctor would say, he can't, we can't give you a prescription, but we advise you to go to AA or whatever it be. Yeah, yeah. So she said, and I know they've done it in the surgery in Manchester, that blokes or anybody would be going in for depression. 
or mental health problems, and they would be directed into the boxing club. Yeah, that, be referred yeah. into it. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, before all the lockdown happened, I did. You know, I, I was looking into that. So I don't. Yeah. No, we've done the same. Like Olympia and St Mary's, I run it out of St Mary's on a Wednesday morning. That's our community box fitness session at um, at St Mary's in the morning. But that originally started as a mental health um, program for the community in in Chatham, oh, yeah. and uh, and I spoke with all of the the local uh, mental health teams and uh, and local authority teams and GPs and stuff like that. And still today, I get phone calls with um, referrals from from all of them teams, like phoning me up saying, oh, I've got someone here that could do with your help. Like, can we have the details for, so they've obviously logged it. And this is like three years down the line. And it's obviously logged at this, this session's run and they still refer people onto it now. Yeah. Yeah. So it's maybe be a bit of help for you there to get help, push you on and uh, help more other people as well. Yeah. It's just trying to, yeah. The, The trouble I have is trying to explain it. Um, mm, yeah, got to explain how broad it is, you know. And before all this happened, I'd love to have um, gone to football clubs this summer in sort of say, yeah. you know, to keep your boys ticking over over the summer instead of just being behind a WhatsApp screen or whatever. If they're not all pals, why yeah. don't you do? Why don't you do team sessions? And I'll open it up. That's uh, right. Yeah. So, yeah. No, so that's I'll, good. It always I'll, goes down well as well. Um, boxing, like fitness with football teams. Yeah, I've done quite a few of them as well. Yeah. The um. So, what successes have you had out the program? I just, well, pretty much. You know, I've met a cracking bunch of lads. Really. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, it's it's the boy, it's the regulars really that keep it going. They they yeah. make, they help people come back. I mean, it's not fantastic. Um, so, for example, we had one of our lads. He, he's not a regular as such, but he comes every now and then. His dad had passed away, but he didn't. You know, I knew it, and maybe someone else knew it, but, but he did, we didn't discuss what he was going through. Yeah, I knew, so I sort of put the body belt on, put the pads on, and just let him smash me about on the pads for ten, fifteen minutes. Yeah. You know, so, people don't necessarily come in. And I think that's where the misconception is on Facebook. Is the, I think people think people come in and they have to explain their life story to me. Yeah. It's not like that because I'm not an expert in it. So I literally no. open the door. I put the soul in the Motown on. I make sure that if you're a newcomer, you obviously, you know, I'll show around the gym and whatever. Yeah. I make sure that they're in and around those regulars because mm-hmm. they're the boys that would make them come back. Yeah, that's right. Not yeah. me doing ten rounds on pads with them. No, you're just that you're just like the organ you're you're the organizer, aren't you? Yeah, I'm sort of looking at forty, fifty year old men that don't see their pals anymore. Yeah. So um it's the regular boys really that keep that that keep it ticking over. I mean I get as a coaching from a coaching point of view, I keep it I get involved in the technique side because I, I have to because I can't just open the door, put my feet up and just let them crack on with it. You know, mm. I do a loose session plan, but then one of them might say, "I'll tell you what, I can't do weight," and you know, and then I'll do something else. Yeah, uh, because I've got to keep the. I have to do the technique side of it to keep it fresh. Because if I just open the door and let everyone just hit the bag, the people that come, the regulars will probably always come because they 
you know, love being around each other. But, you know, if I was to just say, right, you're going to skip now and then you're going to go on the bag for an hour. I mean... Yeah, no, it's not very engaging, is it? They'll just go and buy a bag and then... And just do it at home, wouldn't they? Yeah, no, that's right. Yeah, and that's that's the whole point. It's a good coaching and teaching something each week, you know what I mean? Yeah, it keeps it fresh. It keeps them engaged as well because we all all like learning, don't we? And it's... um, And the sense of improvement as well. If they if they can see that they're improving and and they're having fun and meeting new people during the same time, then they're going to be um they're gonna they're gonna absolutely love it, aren't they? And keep coming back. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. No. Good stuff. So, what's your long term goals as a coach, and what's your club's long term goals? I think we'd probably you know like to get more carded boxes. Mm-hmm. Um. Especially in the you know in the juniors, we've got a bit bit more work to do to get some more boxes carded. Um, level as a coach, level two, uh, the boxing mind course, England boxing don't mind doing. Yeah, that. yeah, cool. Yeah, Matthew Williams is running course. that, isn't he? Yeah, um, I wouldn't mind doing because I haven't competed before. I wouldn't mind doing something that would, whether it be through England boxing or through you know you or adam hanover or whatever it be do something that would help people that haven't competed before be involved in boxing oh, okay I mean? yeah, so, yeah. I, w- I don't know whether it'd be, i don't know what i'd do blog or something i've only just thought about it really but so we've got a junior lad called joe who um it's a bit of a gray area because of his medical background it's a bit of a gray area whether he can box or not yeah. So, or whether he can even spar, really. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'll be really care. I won't go into what his problem is. No, no, no. Um, but I have him now come to my everyman class. Yeah. And he, he's basically he'll hold pads where he can. He'll do. He'll help me with the warm up. He'll do the groundwork. So he's now. I mean, I'd love him to run that class in a couple of years' time. Oh, you know fantastic! I mean? so, yeah. So I can get a crossover. I mean, I'd love because it's quite it's a good stepping stone for the senior class as well. I mean, I've got two blokes in there that go to the seniors regular. Oh, brilliant! Done before. I mean, I'd love yeah. I'd love a younger adult to come in. Um, that's a bit daunted about going to a boxing club, but sees my one as a bit of an open door. And I'd love yeah. to, I want to box for the club. That would be, you know, yeah. Or even someone come through and coach for the club eventually. Yeah, no, excellent. But that's what this program will will this will that will that will provide that that will yes. that will succeed with that as well because you will find the you might not have them today but you will have like you keep running that same program you'll find someone that this really really changes their life and they'll want to give back to the club as well and then yeah. and then they'll they'll start on that path as well of coaching and and helping you along them lines as well i'm 100 percent sure of that yeah i mean i'll just say you know <laughs> because i haven't competed before what i would say is that you do have to have your i mean fundamentally my basics are sound do you know what i mean my stance mm-hmm. you know what i mean you can't you've obviously got to go to a boxing club to start with and learn yeah of course you have yeah you, you know you can't you know, I, I do know how to box, if you know what I'm saying. I'm trying, you know, yeah. It's yeah. Name, but... 
Yeah, no, no, of course you got. Of course, yeah, you've got to, you've got to understand boxing and and yeah. be able to deliver it, haven't you, as well? Like, yeah, you don't but that, but that can be done over time, though. It's not a case of you're not going to have someone come in the gym and then next minute be standing in front of ten people trying to trying to coach them. But that that can all be done over time. And yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, I went as a keep fitter. Yeah. And then about three months later, I sort of was a recreational boxer and used a lot in spa, you know, done a lot of sparring and stuff like that. Mm. And, then, and then became a volunteer, then obviously did the coaching badge. So, you know, as long as you don't go in thinking you're Charlie Big Potatoes, then you'll be, you'll be able to do it. Yeah, no, absolutely. No, of course you can. It's all, it's all, it's all fun. We're all learning all the time, aren't we? Oh yeah, that's it. Yeah, and that's and that's the good thing about it. Like, because there's there's that usual saying that goes: if you uh, if you think you know it all, you might as well retire. <laughs> you know, because you never you're never going to know it all. I mean, you can learn so much from people around. Boxing. Mm. I mean, I wouldn't. Like for example, influence-wise, I wouldn't necessarily go and look at Mike Tyson's top ten knockouts. I would rather watch a customer a documentary, or yeah. I wouldn't watch Nassim fights. So I'd rather watch Brendan Ingram interviews, yeah. or listen to Richie Woodall break down a fight. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, other ways of learning than just watching these people that are, you know, above the level. Do you know what I mean? You, you yeah, know, no, that's right. You've got to get. You got to keep. <laughs> Gotta keep learning all the time. That's right, and keep keep researching. That's how I how I started, and I still do it today. I still I've done that over this isolation. I'd like just go onto YouTube and I'll type in like um, world class trainers' names yeah. and stuff, and just see how they're coaching. But also another thing that I do is I look at different sports as well. Yeah. So I look at different co- uh, coaches in different sports. And I look at how they coach and their philosophies and stuff, and I see what I can take from them and apply it to my sport and my coaching, yeah, 100%. which I found quite good. I, like, I've, I've been re- like, like my, the last book I read was John Kavanagh, which is Conor McGregor's trainer. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, which is like UFC. I'm not massive on UFC at all, like MMA. I'm not like I don't. I watch the really big ones, like if it's a big name. Like, but like for me, I understand. Like, I I understand. And I respect. There's the art of wrestling and Brazilian jiu-jitsu. But just for me, it it's not exciting. Like, that's just my personal preference. I'd rather see, uh, like, the athletes stand up and and have have like a boxing match or stand up like kicks, kickboxing stuff like that. I don't mind all that. Like hand to hand combat is my kind of thing. I don't really. Um, yeah, don't. I get kind of bored when they yeah. hit the mat and stuff like that. But I read. I read his his autobiography because it's amazing, like how he started, where he came from, how and how he's built like his big gym that he's got now in Ireland, and also the not just the the road that he's been on with McGregor, but the other the other the other fighters that he's got. You know, like he's he's had other successes with other fighters, but he's he's known for Conor McGregor. But but reading about his philosophies and and his coaching styles and and how he does, like how he structures his lessons and stuff like that. And I've watched some stuff on YouTube, like whether he's doing seminars and stuff like that. It like you can translate it straight into boxing. Like you can do it in your own coaching. It's it's amazing to watch yeah. that sort of stuff. I mean, you got to look. I think you got to look at the. 
a lot of the great talk, a lot of the great teachers, and yeah, mm. that have done something outside the box. I mean, I'll look at outside of boxing. I'll sort of look at Bobby Robson, Ferguson, yeah, in the football field. Um, I mean, how Arsene Wenger ain't got a statue upside outside every football ground in the country. I don't know what he did for English football, yeah, yeah, really. But you've also got to take in what's around you. I mean, we've got a great bunch of coaches. You know, I've learned so much off of Gus and Sol. Mm. Um, Sol runs a great class. Um, you know, your podcast, Adam Hanover's podcast. I mean, there's lots out there. Thank you. Locally. I know um, a coach called Mark Collins. Um, yeah, Mark. Yeah, good you know, friend Mark, of mine. I do a bit of printing for him sometimes. And, I've, you know, we always have a good hour in the print shop when he comes in. You know, yeah, yeah. His his, his knowledge on the history of the sport is second to none. You know, yeah. Even, you know, even if you don't always agree with some of the stuff he says, you can always always take something away from a conversation I've had with him. Yeah, God, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, and I mean him have had lots of conversations sometimes, and he thinks that I'm getting humpy with him when I'm not. I actually enjoy having a conversation. Like we'll have a debate. We'll yeah, have a debate like and like it'll be over social media sometimes and like he'll think that it's turning but it's not turning so I love having a conversation because his knowledge is second to none. I like yeah. I love listening yeah. to him and stuff. And you look at look at the older I mean I would look at the older sort of sort of someone like Enzo Kalzaghi. Mm. Who if anyone listened as a parent of a boxer, he took Joe to Newbridge because Joe was being because Joe Kalzaghi was being bullied. He yeah. was a musician that was gone. He he gave up a record contract to train Joe. Yeah, yeah. So if you read his, if you read into a bit more of his history and coaching, he would say stuff like, um, so he would always break down. So classical music would be, you know, like a long range jab, you know, that sort yeah. of stuff. Then he'd always say, but you always need to listen to a little bit of rock and roll, which would be, you know, your combinations and that sort of stuff. So, you know, people like Brendan Ingle. And you know they're great talkers, and you you, you can learn a lot. From it, different methods as well, wasn't it? Like 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 Brendan Engel, he used to get every single one of his boxers to stand in the middle of the ring and sing nursery rhymes. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Like and people would just go, "What? Why are we doing it?" Because it exudes the confidence. And then if you look at if you look at like every every like fighter that's come out of the St Thomas. Um, uh, Jim, his his club up there, the it, um, they're all they all lose confidence, don't they? They're all flashed. They're yeah. all they've got they all box a certain way, and it's all about confidence and stuff. And that's what he taught, and that's why they've had success for it, haven't they? Yeah, definitely. I mean, yeah, what he what he did in Sheffield was amazing, wasn't it? Really? Yeah, yeah. Well, recently, if people would, you know Andy Lee as well, he's mm. you know he's a good talker. Yeah, I think he's gonna like. He's only just starting out in coaching, isn't he? I think in a few years he's going to be one of the one of the main coaches out there in the world at the top of the world. He's a very very knowledgeable man. I bet, I bet from the way he talks, I expect he's probably a very good coach as well. Yeah, Yeah, I mean Ben Davison as well. I like I like Mm. Richie Woodall. You don't Mm. have to dig that that much into finding these people. Do you know what I mean? Especially with YouTubers. How many YouTube, yeah, channels, yeah. YouTube channels are there now? I mean, you don't, you know, like I said earlier, I'd, I'd rather listen to Richie Woodall break down a fight than I would sort of watch Gatty Ward 10 times. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. No, yeah. Sometimes they, 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 they can do it, they can do it great justice, can't they? Yeah, yeah. 
but then you have to pick you have to pick and it's a very personal opinion as well isn't it you have to pick the the people that you like listen to that you take knowledge from that that sticks with you and stuff like that because yeah. some of them some of them talk absolute utter nonsense but oh, yes. but the um but it, it's what you want to take from each person isn't it yeah yeah i'll definitely you've got to, yeah people might not agree with all the people i just mentioned but you will yeah you, you will find your own ones Mm, yeah no 100 percent, 100 percent. i often try and find stuff on emmanuel stewart because i think he was one of the great teachers but there's there's not there's not i haven't come across a lot of videos that where he's coaching you know and teaching it's more about the boxer that you find with him yeah. other than him actually giving instructions talking philosophies and and stuff like that but i'd like to see more on him i'm hoping that they write a book about him so yeah, I think he'll have a great story to tell. There was a Steve Bunsen, Mike Costello podcast yesterday. I was listening to, and he, um, Josh Warner was on it, and he was telling about that he got given a eight page notepad that was just a load of Manny Stewart tips and hints and that sort of wow, stuff. Wow, really? He, I bet that's good. He would teach Klitschko to box like he's got an egg on his head. That's the, yeah, that's the balance he needed, sort of thing. Yeah, no, it's amazing, isn't it? Like, and you see what they've done. Like, it's great analogies. No, I'd like to read that. I bet that's, I bet that's really impressive. Good stuff. So then, so mate, I think we've we've had a good good chat. We've been going forty minutes, so I think we've we've got quite a lot. Is there anything else you want to talk about about your club? Uh, no, not really. Um, yeah, just keep following it. on Instagram, Facebook. Um, if anyone yeah, can... so that was my next question. Where can people contact you and how can they get involved if they need to? Um, Instagram, Facebook, the usual things. We've got a website. Um, What's the, what is it? Just Ellsbury Boxing yeah, Club? Ellsbury Boxing Club, yeah. Those yeah. emails there will go through to, if people want to contact me personally, they can. If they've got any questions mm-hmm. about yeah, anything really, you know, I'm always open. Awesome, um, excellent. Always open, uh, you know, as long as you respect the gym, respect the people there. The door's always open on a Friday night. It's open. Fantastic, and people can get get involved. No, it'd be great. It'd be great to get you back on um, in the future to talk about the successes that the programs generated and had. Yeah, yeah, I'd love to, mate. Yeah. Good, excellent. All right then, Tim. Well, thanks for coming on, mate, and I hope you uh, hope you all stay safe and well, and hopefully we'll be able to catch up on the circuit soon enough. Yes, definitely, mate. All right, buddy. Well, well you, for, Wayne. hope you and yours take care, and uh, we'll speak to you soon. All right. Yeah, take care, mate. Cheers. Cheers, buddy. Bye. Bye. So there you go. I think that was a good podcast listening to Tim and the great work that him and his team are doing up in Ellsbury. This, uh, their mental health project for men sounds like a great project, like uh, getting getting all the getting the men in the area out on a Friday night that, that so they can reduce their isolation and introduce them to new people and have some fun using the power of boxing as the tool to do it. What a great way. So if you'd like to um, follow Tim and Ellsbury Boxing Club, as he said, you can find them on all social media um, platforms. Just type in Ellsbury Boxing Club and you'll find it. If you'd like to follow the work that we're doing in Olympia Boxing, then we are on social media uh, platforms. That, now Facebook, we are face, uh, Olympia Boxing CIC. We have a page. 
Twitter and and Instagram, we are at Olympia Boxing. And our website is www.olympiaboxing.co.uk. If you could do us the great honour of rating and reviewing this podcast, that would be very much appreciated because this will enable the podcast to reach a wider audience, which then we can help people, help more people, get more guests on as well. And uh, we can just expand the podcast, which is good for everyone. So as usual as well, if anyone has any topics that you'd like covered in the podcast or you would like to be a guest on the podcast, regardless of your background, if, you, if you're in community sport, it doesn't have to just be boxing, but the work that you do in community sport or if you're a school teacher or anything that we've worked with, or even a, a team member, one of our clients, you know, out of any of our programs, if you'd like to come on and share your story, please get in contact because we're lining up lots of guests. Okay then guys, take it easy and have a great great week and we will see you next week. Take care, bye-bye.